You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello there. Hello there. Braden Harrington with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, and patreon.com forward slash up next. You were going to say Spotify. I was going to say Spotify. We are on Spotify. But we are on Spotify, aren't we? Yeah. Hello, Spotify people. Are we on YouTube? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except when you go live on your personal YouTube Yeah, account. yeah, that, that has happened. Yeah. Uh, welcome. <laughs> We're usually your NXT friends. Friends! But today we are going to a galaxy far, far away. Mm. So everyone's talking about Star Wars. It's taking over the world again. Star Wars mania. Uh, the movie. Everyone's angry. Everyone's happy. I don't know what. People... <sighs> I, people just aren't allowed to enjoy things anymore. I think I think we should yeah. give up the rights to like enjoy shit because people just get mad. We're here to talk about the Mandalorian, yeah, episode six and seven, leading up to the finale. But mm. I mean, uh, we're recording this. We both have seen Star Wars this past week. We both yeah. went on Thursday. Um, I mean, we should give some thoughts on it, but we will kind of get more in depth. I, I, I'm I'm suggesting this. For the Mandalorian finale, yes, it's gonna happen like this week. The episode when we get around to doing that, let's give more of our thoughts on the Star. Let's make it a whole Star Wars thing because this is this. We still have this episode to go. That through. sounds good to me. Yeah. So you saw the movie. We can just briefly mention that we yeah. have seen the rise of Skywalker. And if you are listening to this and you're like, uh, I thought this was an NXT podcast, I subscribe to. Uh, well, we also talk about Star Wars. So welcome. We talk about whatever we want. Yeah. So, uh, welcome. Uh, some people listen to us and they don't even watch Star Wars. Some people don't even like us talking about wrestling. They want to hear us talk about the Star Wars. Yeah. So we don't know what the fuck to do. As I said, people just can't be happy. Exactly. 
But you know how you can be happy? Patreon.com slash up next. For $5, you can give us a Christmas gift, a New Year's gift, and in return, you get all the catalogs of the shows, the catalog of all the shows we've done, including Star Wars and all and such. Cheap plug. But you saw Star Wars, Davey. I did. Rise of the Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Okay. Um, I saw it Thursday night as well. We didn't see it together, no. but we saw it. Um, I liked it better than The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, I still get goosebumps every time the... And the crawl happens. It's the silence before it hits, yeah. isn't it? It's like oh, you know what I like is the when it final the crawl finally stops and then the camera slowly pans down in the stars and yep. the stars move. That's the best. Yeah, Th- that should be like bottled as a drug. <laughs> you should take that and you feel like the moving camera through the stars. Um, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Um, I will not lie that half the movie I'm head scratching. Okay. <laughs> But I still think it was awesome. It visually stunning. Yeah. Like the most visually stunning one, I think. Just like the colors, the new battle places, they're somehow back in sand, but I'm okay with it. It was just so much fun. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a few days removed from it now, so I'm reading a lot of the, like, everyone's thoughts. I've got right. a good, good uh, like group chat going. I haven't really, I, I haven't really read much. Uh, I, I did talk to some coworkers a little mm. bit today because uh, today was Monday after the weekend and some people saw it. And uh, there was one guy who's known in the office as the big Star Wars dude. Yeah. And he came into work and everyone, I was working beside him today. Everybody was coming into work today and being like, hey, what did you think of Star Wars? And his answer to every single person was, yeah, it was okay. Mm. And I'm like, oh, you're killing me. (laughs) Killing me. Well, I think we'll go more in depth uh, in the next episode and we will go like full in spoilers and everything. But I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. But I got to say, I've enjoyed every Star Wars film I've gone to see in the theaters. Right. There are, I think, uh, like, I might get hate for this. Star Wars aren't good movies. None of them are. Yeah, not really. Apart from Empire, maybe stands as a good movie. Yeah. They're not very good movies. That doesn't mean you can't enjoy them. They're not entertaining. I right. fucking love Star Wars. I've got loads of Star Wars shit. We do a podcast on it. But I don't know. I feel people keep holding out hope that you're going to get Godfather Part 2. Or The Irishman. And you're not. Yeah. Which and is you're way not. too long. And that's fine. Have you seen it yet? <laughs> I watched it the other day. Okay. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. But holy fuck, why is it three and a half hours long? Right. That's my only thing. Uh... It's like Okada Kenny Dominion, right? The seven star match. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking amazing. But am I going to sit through that? Really, like a million times? I, in a row? I do want to see it. I, I don't mind a long film here and it's there. It's good. It's um, just it's harder in busy lives to actually find. Yeah, time to film. no, I would. I, I Goodfellas is maybe one of them I hold as the best movie ever made in my opinion. Right. Like different aspects. I always look at Goodfellas like, oh man, they 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 did a good one with that one. And this one, like, gives a run for its money with the story and the writing, but just something is too long. Okay. It's not... It's just too fucking long. Mm. I've been waiting for this movie for so long. Big Joe Pesci fan. Too fucking long. Right. Holy shit. It just, I, like, you, you, you make food, and then you start the movie. You know, everyone does that. You cook something, then you put throw something on. You shouldn't be 
hungry almost near the end of it at the end. I'm like, oh man, I need to cook another meal. It's is been that four not the hours. stuff you're smoking during it that <laughs> is maybe making you a bit I didn't even do that in that much because I wanted to like really like get pay attention. Mm. Uh, I really like that one. I, I don't think we should do a Patreon review of The Irishman. No. It's just too long. No. Like I actually fucking loved it but like it's just way too long. It's hard. Like anything to review wise, anything longer than two hours it's is hard. a struggle. Yeah. Like 90 minutes, hour and 40, like yeah. it's good but when you're, because you're watching it differently when you're when you're going to review it. Yeah, like it's it's very active and it it feels you like work. Notes, so it's, yeah. I can't be like if I've finished work and I'm tired and it's late. I could put the thing on to watch, but if I know I've got to note it and actually soak it in, <sighs> crazy, I can't. So yeah, yeah three so, and a half hour film. No, Star Wars: The Skywalker was like two and a half. It was two hours twenty. I think yeah. Last Jedi is the longest one. That that explains a lot. The uh, best the best thing before we get into the Mandalorian, which is crazy that like the Mandalorian has been killing it, and then Skywalker hits theaters and it's killing it. Like it's just Star Wars pandemonium again. Although so far it's not done as good I, in the opening weekend as the you know why ones. because of the last one. Everyone I've said, uh, like uh, my main friends who I've like, hey, I, I, did you go see this or did you? What did you think? Like. I'm so shocked by how many people are like, oh, I'm I, I'm tapping out. Like, I'll wait till it's out because like I was disappointed. Or I'm like, oh, that's so strange. Like my like 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 you, you have all these posters and stuff. One of my friends, Shane, biggest fucking nerd I know. Mm. I'm like, okay, I, I, like I'm going Thursday. Let me know you like when are you seeing it? He's like, oh, I'll probably see it, like around Christmas or so. I, I can't be bothered. I'm like, what really? I'm like what? I ask I ask my friend Donovan, who I see all my movies with. I'm like, hey, uh, you know. You want to see it? He's like, no, I hate it. He also hated Force Awakens. Okay. And The Last Jedi. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, no, I'm done. Like, don't care. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. I don't know. I just... But my favorite thing about Rise of Skywalker Mm. is that if one day I choose to have children, I'll just tell them there was eight movies. You you can just skip that that one because it... It's negated. <laughs> I mean, that's one of my... I mean, I, don't, I want to get into it more in the next show, but I... Last Jedi, what? That never happened. I blame JJ for this. Of course. Because he, like... Yeah. It pisses me off. I don't like undoing what's already been done. Right. People moaned about Force Awakens because it was just a remake of New A New Hope. Right. People, oh, I don't like... It's too, it's too similar. Hmm. So, Ryan Johnson says, all right, I'm going to try and do something a bit different and make it different... Star Wars film then people are moaning oh it's too different <laughs> it's not Star Wars and then this one it's like undoing everything redoing it back up I don't know just I don't yeah. know what people want I know what do you want what give, do you want give me what you want um, but you saying that like I had to see it on opening night I I booked a holiday to Montreal yeah a weekend and away you still went to a theatre and it clashed and I'm not one I'm not gonna go to the movies when I'm away I want to explore and see yeah. things but both my girlfriend and I were agreed. It's like, yeah, but we are seeing this on opening night. Right. So, saw it in IMAX. It's fantastic. But we'll save all this. We'll go into And go, like, all in spoilers and everything in the next show. Because uh, I did a show on our Patreon. Where okay. We do AEW every week mm-hmm. on Thursdays. Everyone listens to us do up uh, NXT. But we also do AEW. Yeah. Dynamite. Uh, but I had Jesse come over on Thursday. Jesse, Jesse from, from Six. Oh, from the Six. Okay. Jesse from uh, Tatooine. Yep. He was all hyped about Star Wars, and even he was, like, kind of negative Nancy uh, about going to see this new one. Right. Um, And uh, he was wearing a Star Wars shirt, and uh, I said some things on our Patreon that have uh, burned some bridges in the post-wrestling... With Jesse? 
No. With who? Uh, I said on a Patreon show, mm. our Patreon listeners heard me say it, W.H. Uh, Park mm. has uh, uh, tangled in our webs, yeah. so to speak. Uh, I said something that offended him. Oh. And I said it on our show. I said that uh, everyone looks up to W.H. Park's uh, opinion. Yeah. And, yet, and they should, because he's like fantastic when it comes to uh, Japanese wrestling. In fact, go to postwrestling.com and check out his whole like highlights of 2019 and also leading into Wrestle Kingdom. Him and John just launched this show. Go check that out, because Wrestle Kingdom is coming soon, depending on when you're listening to this. But I said that usually I listen to W.H. Park, and it's like listen how Dave Meltzer would rate matches. Mm. But W.H. Park saying he likes The Last Jedi is like Dave Meltzer giving a Great Khali match a five-star rating. Oh, boy. And he's a little upset. So uh, I have to mend well, the I'm on Team W.H. here. <laughs> yeah, you know I am I'm, yeah. I'm a supporter of The Last Jedi. <sighs> it's a doozy. Um, I, I'm going to say this right now. Are people, are people hating more on this one than they are The Last Jedi? I think, one? It, I think it's a mix yeah. of both. Um, I'm getting a mixed vibe. The, the, the last one, I got more people hating on it. This one, I'm, I'm having The problem people. is with the whole thing, I really enjoyed all three films, but you haven't had someone overseeing the whole project. Mm. So you haven't started with Force Awakens with a three-movie plan of where you're going right. and where you want the film to go. JJ only wanted to do one film. So, it felt like five films put into one. It was so, three rushed. Well, no, he only wanted to do Force Awakens, oh. and he left. So they gave it someone else who took it in the direction he wanted to go. Okay. And then people were negative on it, so they got JJ back, who kind of is going back on themselves. And it, it meant, as you said, it felt so rushed. Yeah. You're cramming in so much stuff. It felt like this plot of this movie could have been the all all three movies. Kind of, yeah. yeah. If and, it was replanned out. And as three movies watching on its own, I enjoyed it. But it's the potential of what it it could have been mm-hmm. is so much bigger. Um, See, we're just getting into it. Cause but we yeah, can't, we'll, we can't, I don't want to talk we about it. We can't let it go. We'll talk about it. Because we're Star Wars um, Episode six of The Mandalorian. Well, wait, because one day we're going to have to review this movie. Yeah. Because right now we finished A New Hope. Yeah. So that I means... Th- I think it will be June. I think I worked out. Well, so January will be Empire. Yeah. February, um, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Oh, no, it'll be May. Okay. March will be Force Awakens. April, uh, The Last Jedi. Again, we're going to talk about it on the Mando finale as yeah. well. But we're here to talk about the Mando, because yeah. this shouldn't be forgotten. Because a week, two weeks ago, Mando was the hot shit. Now Mando's cold product. No one cares anymore. Oh, Baby I Yoda. disagree with that. Baby Yoda? People are going to be all on... Uh, Mando next week. Oh, I think so. I think it's going to catch back fire. Hot fire, especially after watching these two Mm. episodes. Episode 6 and Episode 7. Disney plus The Mandalorian. Uh, So, Episode 6 has a cameo in it that I was super excited about when I heard that this guy was going to be in this. Bill Burr. Yeah. Who I know you're a uh, big fan of as well. Doesn't he do like cartoons? I, I love his cartoon. I love yeah. F is for Family. He's That's fantastic. the one. I knew yeah. it was something, yeah. Uh, I've watched his stand-up. His most recent one is a uh, controversial stand-up okay. bit but on Netflix. So uh, this guy's make- killing it. Don't you think uh, his voice doesn't match his face? 
Oh, totally. It, it's weird. It it's, matches the cartoon that you've made. It, yeah. It totally matches the cartoon. It doesn't cartoon. match him, though. It doesn't match his face. No, it's no. like, you know when you hear Adele talk and then you hear her sing? It's like, oh, it's that. Well, you know people think that about me and you. What, that we're the other way around? You know people, you know someone's laughing right now. When someone meets us for the first time, they're like, oh, that's, oh, okay. <laughs> that's what you look like. Oh, sure. And haven't people said that they think I was, like, we look like our voices look like different? Which I don't get, because I don't look, I mean, I guess you can't look. No, like, I know. I, I've thought it with podcasts I've listened to. Yeah. I've been like, oh, I totally have you the other way around. Right. Um, but yeah, his his voice, it's fantastic voice, but... Uh, yeah, Bill Burr playing the character of Mayfield here. Um, yeah, you've got a lot of cameos in this. You've got Mark Boone Jr. playing Ranzar Malk, um, who's basically... That, he's setting up a mission. He's getting a team of five people together yeah. uh, to go on a bit of a mission. Uh, Mando used to work for this guy. Uh, we, uh, we're aware there's been a kind of falling out with them over the years. Right. Uh, we have Berg, who is going to be the muscle of this mission, played by Clancy Brown, who's like character actor in loads of stuff. He's in Lost for a bit and seen him in a bunch. And you've got Zion, uh, played by Natalia Tenner, who people may know from Harry Potter playing Tonks. And she's oh. uh, she's in uh, Game of Thrones as well. She always, she always plays kind of quirky characters. So pretty big cast for this one of a lot of well-known people. And then the droid. Talking oh. of voices. Oh, I knew who I recognized you the knew voice right away. Right away. Yeah, big fan. I, I'm blanking on his name now. Richard Iodi. Richard Iodi. Yeah, I know him from the IT uh, crowd. The, the IT, IT crowd. The it crowd. Yeah, yeah. the it um, crowd. Yeah, loads of British comedy director as well. Uh, have you seen Submarine? I think you'd really like it. It's like a weird, quirky coming of age story that he maybe. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Really like. I went on a bit when I when I got into IT crowd. I like went. On he's a, not in it. He just, or he oh. might have a small part, but he, he okay. wrote and directed. And but it's his humor. Okay, it's the kind of weirdness. Yeah, he's the he's one of these droids here, but like an evil droid. Droid Zero. Uh, so there's a new gig, which is uh, it's it, this show doesn't have like barriers or borders. Mm. You just watch and you don't know where it goes. Yeah, essentially. So you, we're kind of getting in the groove now of that. You know that like every episode he's going somewhere else or he's doing something different or maybe getting a new gig, essentially a new job, which he does here. He's got a team and they're sending him to a ship to uh, to retrieve something or someone, um, and he he has to go with these like group of bad misfits yeah these these very guardians of the galaxy yeah very very like kind of funny lovable rogue yeah yeah like they're evil or they're they're meaner they're 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 established as assholes like sure absolutely and uh bill burr's got uh, a cool like weapon here that you don't you i don't haven't seen in star wars really Uh, everyone's got you know stormtroopers got their cool armor and their blasters mando's got his gear but Mayfield, Bill Burr's character, on his shoulder, instead of like a, where a pirate would have a parrot, he's got this like gun that's like on its own. Yeah. So like shoots for him is like his background. And I'm like, oh, simple is fucking creation. And how have we never seen this before? So uh, awesome little thing here in the Star Wars universe. Uh, so they go to this um, this rebel prison like a ship essentially mm. which is so sick when they like land in it they climb up in it uh it's really cool it looks very like the inside of 
the Death Star yeah, stuff from yeah. the original series. Yeah, that's where I was getting these vibes, like the old school. All like, white, all like these little prisons, yeah. and corridors where they're hiding to take the out stormtroopers. Yeah, the best fights happen and mm. the best shit happens in these areas. Uh, the theme song, too, is like remixed, like trap music. Like it has the underneath it's got the, it. But it's like remixed up, yeah. Um, they go to rescue this prisoner and uh, when they... When they go to get there, the girl the girl has, is a type of alien species. Yeah, we've we've seen this. I'm uh, I can't remember the name. Yeah, but we've we've seen this species before. Yeah. They're they're in. Uh, there's the green one who's in the prequels. Yep. a bunch. The, the Jedi. Um, yeah, uh, she's kind of like evil and freaky and all sorts of type of way. And used to have some kind of relationship with Mando. It seems yeah. like he ghosted her. Is is kind of what. Yeah, and Bill Burr's like, you bet you've seen under that mask. And she's like, oh, like, I don't kiss and tell. Like, a lady never mm. tells. And he's like, hey, Mando, I, I know why you're not taking that off. Because you're a Gungan under there, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was very funny. Uh, so Gungan, still canon, no matter what you... Yep. Yeah, because it happened in the prequels. Uh, so they they get to this uh, this ship... Yeah, well, during this bit where they're trying to see under the mask, Berg, the muscle, just tries to, like, grab it off. Right. Mando fights him, but he kind of falls and opens a door that reveals the child, Uh, Baby Yoda. So they're all then fascinated and like, whoa, what is this? And he's, like, uneasy about this because he was trying to hide. Exactly, yeah. Baby Yoda. Oh, Baby Yoda, looking all cute. Um, So they eventually get on this ship. They go to rescue. He's told that there's no human, there's no... There's only droids on this thing. Mm. But when they get there, of course, there's uh, a, a person, a human, and there's like a standoff. But unfortunately, this guy gets capped out. But uh, he sets off the the alarm, which now is going to bring more ships to come and fuck their shit up. So now they're on a tight schedule, and they got to break this prisoner free. And when they go to get to the prisoner, it's someone else from Mando's past who is the same type of alien as this this girl here. Yeah. And it's when, her sister. Yeah. yeah. And when they open up the cell, they all kick Mando into it. The other guy is out and they lock Mando in the cell. The plan all along was to get rid of him because they're still pissed uh, at whatever he did all those years ago. What a cheeky thing. Mm. Help us help us break this guy out. And then you get him out and you replace him with this. Like I don't know if you ever watched Prison Break, but if okay. that was the plot of Prison Break, that would, you'd be like, what the fuck? That's evil. But our Mandalorian, of course, escapes. He like gets I don't know there's like escapes way too yeah, easily <laughs> yeah he's like this is light work here uh, and then he's pissed off that these people like did this so he sets off something that like now doors are shutting and locking and all sorts of shit so he's gonna fight that like demon looking guy the big the muscly dude yep. and he uses like his flamethrower but the guy like is like nah I'm a demon so you can't burn me obviously um, but he still kicks his ass he like stabs this girl which I think kills her but then reveals that she's not dead right i think i think he's like killing them yeah but it's revealed that they're just hurt yeah they're just injured which is okay because i kind of didn't want them to die because i like this group of misfits um they go and there's like a crazy standoff he's just murking everyone uh he he goes after mayfield he finally gets to uh back to the ship and the evil droid the it crowd guy who looks like a Beetleborg, um, is, like, approaching Baby Yoda, figuring out, like, hey, maybe this could be collateral or something. But uh, Mando comes in there, 
and uh, he stops he stops that from happening, and then he uh, he basically is about to. I'm trying to remember here if he's trying to get like arrested or something, but uh, it kind of ends the episode like. Well, he well when he goes back yeah. to uh, he goes back to Ranzar Malk um, with the with the prisoner yeah. who they escaped with, right? And he's like, "Hey, where's everyone else?" And he's like, "Right." You said no questions, just get the job done, the job's done. Um, he lets the guy live, the, and, the prisoner. Yes. Well, he lets everyone live. He lets everyone live, but as he's leaving, Ranzar Malk is like, okay, shoot down that guy. And you realize he's left a tracker with the prisoner. Ah. And then uh, all these, like... Rebel uh, or... TIE fi- not TIE Fighters, X-Wings, X-Wings show up. And shoot them down, and he's just off in the sunset. And Mando just flies off. He's like a he's like a cowboy. Yeah, he just rides off into the sunset. But instead of that, it's flying away into light speed or whatever mm. in the ship. Uh, yeah, this episode was a lot of fun. I was really into the the action on the ship. Like I was just the the action scenes were really awesome. The effects were amazing. I mean, this is what the most expensive show ever. Is that official? I think people are saying it is because it looks like a fucking Star Wars movie when yeah. you watch this. You're like, the budget is so high. Yeah. And it really shows. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed um, Bill Burr being in this collective. I liked the whole crew and I really liked when they were on this ship and like fighting. I don't know. The aesthetic of it reminded me, of, like you said, the older ones. And yeah. I, I, something about it made me more into it. Uh, than some of the other episodes we've seen. I thought it was a really fun episode. I think at this point in the series, episode six out of eight, I kind of wanted more plot-driven sure. episode. I can imagine these characters coming back again mm. and being obviously pissed off and maybe uh, be a foil down the line uh, against Mando. Right. But I don't think they're ever going to be any more than like a C-list sure. character. Yeah, it kind of it's kind of throwaway, but that's what I mean. It's a throwaway this, this, there's no borders of this show. Which you is don't fun. know. Yeah. And I think I'm starting to realize it's more in the style of like Doctor Who or X-Files where you have a big story but you've also got a load of freak of the week episodes gotcha. and just these standalone. Um but I think I'm ready. I was kind of I enjoyed it, but I'm like right, I I want to learn more now. I want to yeah. actually uh, see more of this. If it if it was a longer series, if it wasn't eight episodes and mm. it was more your traditional network, like long show, twenty four episodes or whatever, this kind of episode would be fine. Okay. Um, just yeah, it, it seems well. There's I, a lot to get through. There's a lot we need to learn. Yeah, it's true. I mean, obviously, everyone wants to know what the fuck's going on with Baby Yoda, and yeah. you just got to see a little bit of him, uh, which then kind of leads into our, our next episode here, Episode 7, which does, I feel, yeah, hits exactly. all it, of those things. He did all those things. Um, yeah, I, I do want to see the the weird misfits come back, but I don't want to see them come back anytime soon. No, I think there'll be Season 2. Sure. I think you've, yeah. you've got a great cast there of people. Um, and who wouldn't want to do another Star Wars gig? Yo, hey, Bill Burr's hey. getting that Disney Star Wars money. That's yeah. crazy. He's already he, got the Netflix he's money. He's the lucky one as well. He just had to wear like a yeah. a little top and <laughs> what some did he jeans do? or whatever. Yeah, what did he even have to <laughs> he's wear? painted or anything? What? He didn't even have to do anything. He doesn't have CGI. <laughs> no. He doesn't have the makeup. He doesn't even... He's not even a droid. Or as you can see being like Berg or Zyan, it's like... Huh. Uh, do I have to wear that like tentacle thing again and spend hours being painted blue or whatever? 
Wow, Bill Burr's like, yeah, Lucky I'm not. Guy. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Bill Burr's probably like, uh, I'm not fucking <laughs> putting on any of that shit. <laughs> uh, I'll just show up like this, put a gun on my shoulder. I yeah. don't give a fuck. That's that's exactly how it happened. Um, that's just amazing. I want to know how Bill Burr got. I want to see more comedians in these types of things. I think this is going to spark. Bill Burr doing action movies or something. Like, he did some... He, he looked he, cool. Yeah, he did. I did want to see him use his line from F is for Family, though. What's the his line? His thing is always like, it's like, uh, now, you look after your sister, okay? Or I'll put you through that fucking wall. <laughs> and there's one episode where they're like, and he's like, but dad, we're outside. Yeah, well, I'll build a wall and put you the fuck through it. <laughs> Yeah, it's like if you double cross me, Mando, I'm putting you through that fucking wall. You should say that. Yeah. I'd be down. Um, yeah, I need to see more Bill Burr. That's my takeaway from this episode because I could see him like in a buddy cop movie in 2020 now. Since doing this, someone's like, "Yo, you could do Bill this. Burr and The Rock." Oh my god! Ah, oh, Lethal Weapon, the reboot. What? Oh fuck, dude, book it. Wow, he kind of looks like Oni Larkin. <laughs> weird way uh, well there's no Bill Burr or Oni Lorcan in this episode episode 7 of The Mandalorian um, yeah this is where things really start yeah. amping up and I, I'm hoping we get maybe a little longer episode next week since mm-hmm. the finale but everything's getting into place now this is Mandalorian episode 7 The Reckoning so we see Grief Karga again who sends one of the like blue hologram messages to Mando and is saying, like, look, since you left, the client and all his people are kind of taking over um, where I live. So I think we can help each other out here. If you come back yeah. and kill the client, I will make sure that your name is good with the guild. All those charges are clear. You don't have to be in hiding anymore. Yeah. So and then my place is back to how it should be. So this guy basically hired Mando in the first place and all the way back sends him he's out. like Fuchs from Barry yeah isn't he yeah it's- yeah <laughs> except he's combat Carl yeah <laughs> and uh he sends Mando out and then Mando has gets it and then Mando of course like fucks off on the client mm. and takes the the child then combat Carl tries to get the child back doesn't basically sends his whole get everyone off mm. to get Mandalorian but now he's sending him saying all of this. So it is kind of like, oh, okay, well, maybe you can work a deal. We Be- can help each other Because, out like, your your life is equally as fucked over now. Because this, this um, it's not necessarily the Empire, but, you know, it's the Empire. Like, these guys. It's the remnants of it. Yeah. And, yeah. The Dark Order, New Order, whatever you, not the Dark Order, sorry. <laughs> the New Order, whatever you want to call it. Um, so, in- it's interesting that Mando would want to like do something with him but, again. I mean we've seen he's been just hopping from place to place on the run yeah uh, so it's like uh, if I do get I don't trust this guy but if I get the chance to kind of clear my name and start again it might be good for me uh, we also see now that there's the reintroduction of a character we had a few episodes back Cara Dune Cara Dune which is uh, Gina Carano yeah and she's fighting yeah, so she this is back on uh, Sorgan, and she's in that like bar, the bone soup, whatever it the was. The bone soup. No, is what it? was it? He was all like Baby Yoda was drinking. Oh, the broth. Broth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's fighting a uh, a Zabrak, which same species as Darth Maul. You know, he had the like. The oh yeah, okay. In a 
in like a leather strap match or a bull rope ba- or like yeah. a Texas bull rope match. It's a, it's a laser strap match. Yeah. So you can't like go further away from your opponent. It's basically a bar fight with rules. You're attached to each other by the waist or the hip, and it's like a chain. Yeah. You're like chained together or strapped together. She wins pretty convincingly. I, well, it's Gina Carano. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure that that's why they have the scene there. Yeah. She's a beast. Um, yeah. I, I, I thought this was funny seeing her like beating the shit out of some. When is she demon. showing up in WWE? Gina, after this, I mean, I'm pretty sure there was talks of trying to get her yeah. a long time ago. Uh, Give Shayna a run, and then she'll come out like Kane Velasquez. <laughs> Yeah, and no one will know who she is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think there, she had bigger stock years prior, mm. but yeah, uh, this will be good for her though. Oh, you're set for Comic Cons yeah. for life. Uh, yeah. I I want to see. I wanted to see her and Ronda back in the UFC like years back. I remember that one. I remember that was a fight I really wanted to see, and I think we talked about it on this show where apparently like it was almost going to happen, but Dana White was like, "Let it slip." Right. So too bad. Well, we got to see her beat up. A Darth Maul type demon, so yeah. even evenly matched, fine. So Mando visits her and is like, "Hey, look, I need your help. Um, I need to take out this uh, the client. I need yeah. to take him out. I well, need your help. You're fantastic." Yeah, he. They sit down and he's like, "We need to talk." And uh, did you notice what they were drinking? Uh, was it blue milk? No. Was it green milk? It was blue lemonade. Okay. It was like a blue. Every it was like essentially pouring Windex. Was it a blue Hawaiian? It looked like it. John Pollock's favorite drink. He's in the background, just sat there sipping away. <laughs> it was like a jug of blue Hawaiian, right? And it was being poured. Yeah. So John is like eyes popping, like what? <laughs> Where is this bar? You can get them in jugs. You can get a pitcher of blue Hawaiian in this bar. Wow. Not blue milk. Blue Hawaiian. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's trying to convince her to join him. She's like, look, I don't really, taking out, like, warlords isn't really my thing. I'm not interested. And he's like, hey, it's not just warlords, they're imperial. She's like, okay, I'm in. Because mm. she fucking hates those guys. I won't help you, they're imperial. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> What's the Rick and Morty meme? <laughs> well, I'm coming, I'm fuck it. I'm in, let's go, let's go, I'm in. <laughs> So they go and visit uh, Quill again, um, Nick Nolte, little, yep. little Nick Nolte. Little Nick Nolte. Um, and he's inspecting the child and is fascinated. It like, hasn't aged at all. Um, and it's so basically Ler- is saying, look, I don't think this is a clone um, because yeah. it's aging like it, it should do. He's the- very knowledgeable about everything. He knows it all, yeah. He, he kind of gives his backstory here, like, says that he was, like, enslaved by the Empire yeah. and, and all this stuff. Worked for them for years. And- yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it makes him seem, like, very credible and stuff like that. Um, so he, he basically is like, yo, this isn't a clone. And, like, also, it, it, it lets you know that, like, Mando, it's been some time now, has mm. passed, like, fast forward-ish yeah. a little bit, maybe a few months or so since he's seen uh, cool. him. Yeah, so... Um, letting him know that like he's n- not a clone is is interesting because you're you can, some people some theories about Baby Yoda are out there that, well, that it's a clone. the thing is we saw uh, in was it episode two or whatever when it was with the with the client and you saw the doctor had the the Scanner. logo of the the clones from Attack oh of the clones. no so they want to clone it they want to clone it um. So, and now the droid from episode one shows up yeah. and Mando fucking hates droids. So he's like, whoa, pulling out his gun. And it's the, it's the droid that tried to kill Baby Yoda. Exactly. 
Um, and Quill's saying, no, it's been reprogrammed. It's been reprogrammed. It's only programmed to, like, serve tea and stuff. It's not going to kill anything. And then, it- and then we get a lovely rehab montage. <laughs> I thought this episode was fantastic. I did not understand why this, like, minute and a half here was needed. You could have cut it. It made me... It made me... It took me out. I was like, what... I watched some something trying to find like Easter eggs and stuff, and someone compared this to Beauty and the Beast, and I was like, "Yeah, it's like when the Beast is trying to be tamed in it's the library like, and like, go, what the fuck? go dancing in the snow outside." So literally, it's like I because Nick Nolte's voice, I've been training this, and then it's like it's like a fucking Karate Kid mod, like a Hot Rod, where it's like dun, 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 dun. you should hear some Journey in the background, <laughs> you know, and then and the droid is like learning how to feed. He's strengthening his arms. To hold cups of tea. Like, literally, you weren't joking. There's literally cups of tea involved here. Uh, Yeah. What the fuck did I just watch? I quite enjoyed this. It was quite funny. Like, literally, for about a minute or two here, I'm like, what? What's going on? What's (laughs) happening? And then it comes back, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Um, So he's reprogrammed. Yeah. Which, if you've seen Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, reprogramming is a big thing. thing. Um, So he now joins their team. Yes. With the droid. And they actually, they moved the air date of this to the Wednesday rather than the Friday to, they're saying to avoid clashing with Mm -hmm. Star Wars, but there were a couple of things that happened in this episode which were pretty heavily linked, I thought, to... Yeah, it's quite possible that they linked, yeah. Um, so yeah, like the reprogramming here yeah. with the droid, and there's another moment coming up a bit later. Um, on. So they're in the ship and uh, they're flying because they all now are agreeing that they're gonna they're gonna help. Uh, Quill is going to help uh, like take care of the baby essentially exactly. and just everything. But they're flying and uh, Kara and Mando are having an arm wrestling competition. Yep. and she's like, ah, oh, come on, Mando, I can beat you. And she's putting up a fair fight because her fucking arms are huge. She's still, like, just jacked, yeah. Gina Carano here. And Baby Yoda's watching, and he uses the Force and starts choking Cara Dune. Yeah. And Force choking. So little, little Baby Yoda, that kinky bastard. Now, have we seen a Jedi Force choke? No. No Force. Uh, I don't think like so. Like a good guy, apart from... Anakin when he's like losing his yeah. shit. No, not really. You don't see the the good guys force choke. I mean, they should. Mm. You know, it looks like fun. I don't understand why Maybe baby he's a Palpatine. Oh my god. <laughs> little Yoda, little baby Yoda's evil. <laughs> yeah, I think you may have figured out that that uh I don't know, it was just something that When has a good guy ever used the force? He's a baby though. He doesn't know any better. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. He That's... doesn't know any better. That could be it. But we've never seen it with like like Obi-Wan like choking a bad dude and throwing him or whatever I don't know yeah tweet us let us know my okay you could you you could say that he's a baby still and doesn't like know any better but I think he knew he knew what he was doing he was choking and he started he started getting in there he was getting I mean he was trying to protect Mando he couldn't read the situation (laughs) but just that it was the force choke was interesting to me it shows that it shows in this episode um, this part that he's still a baby, mm. but in other parts it shows that he's like listening. Yeah, like he can understand some things because he doesn't sure, understand yeah. this situation because no. he thinks they're fighting. Uh, but in other situations, it's almost as if he's listening to yeah. people talk about him. The baby Yoda phenomenon. You're not getting one for Christmas because you can't get you them. Can't, yeah, yeah, they missed the mark on that. I want one to cuddle. 
so they meet with grief, um, and they're all in the sand. They're on their bergs. I hate sand. The blurgs. Uh, working out what to do. Um, and they go and have a campfire and start chatting about their plan, about how they're going to kill uh, the clients. Yeah. Combat Carl's like, wow, what a highfalutin menagerie they're probably these these empire people probably want like wow what do they want with this thing and then shit gets real yeah so that he's also saying look there's not going to be any more than four guards it's going to be an easy mission clients only ever with four guards and then they get attacked by pterodactyls fucking dragons like yeah fucking game of thrones over here just literally it's dark it's complete darkness it's the middle of the night the only light they have is this giant orangey red fire that's blazing their campfire and now these flying fucking dragons are like coming out of nowhere and attacking them and like killing some of these guys and uh they're worried about it's gonna steal mando this is pretty cool actually we've never really seen like dragons apparently they're in uh they're in the clone wars series and sure. they're more like, they're kind of pterodactyl or dactyl dactyl swords okay. i think they're called or something yeah, like that sure um and they just they just attack the the weak and the yeah, well, um, it was the middle of the night. They so no one could see. These them. aren't like hired things. They're just unlucky. I think they're just they're, there. they're just uh, like animals at nighttime. Yeah, literally, like they see fire and they see food. Exactly. So they try to eat uh, some of their stuff. It was pretty uh, cool scene, actually. I, I like this a lot. It reminded me of Dragonheart or whatever that stupid movie <laughs> is. Uh, so Combat Carl almost dies though. He gets hurt. Yeah. So he's been bitten and poisoned, and he's wounded. And Baby Yoda goes over and heals him. Heals the wound, removes all the poison. Right. Um, this was the other scene, I thought. I wonder whether they are showing this now because the healing thing is a big part of Rise of Skywalker. Yes, that's true. Uh, I guess because you haven't really seen the healing thing. I don't think we've seen it before. Like, we've never really seen it. In You've had movies. Palpatine talk about being so powerful you can... Mm prevent people from dying or yeah. bring people back from death and stuff like that. But, I but think, have we seen healing before? No, but I think it's obviously a prominent thing. It's, it's going to be. be. It's going to be way more prominent. <laughs> uh, it's like double booking. <laughs> um, yeah, so Yoda can heal and that's the thing now. So we know Yoda can choke and Yoda can heal. Sounds like the perfect boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we go and they're on their way to see the client and then... Grief uh, fires a shot at the two other guys who are with them and is like, look, i got to admit to you, I was going to kill you. This was all going to be an ambush. I was going to take the child for ourselves. But after seeing what happened last night with him healing me, I can't do that. Mm. And I'm, I'm with you. And I suggest I take the child to the client and then you can kill him. And he's like, no, I'm not giving you the child. That right. ain't happening. So they prepare this plan where Quill is going to look after the child. They're going to have the kind of egg crib thing closed. Le- levitating and as, closed. As bait. Um, and Grief is going to go with Mando and Kara. So Kara's saying that she captured Mando. He's going to be working with them. Mm-hmm. And they're going to take Mando to the client. And then while they're in there, he can break free and kill him. Yeah. Sounds like it's all going to go perfectly, don't you think? It does sound like a perfect plan, but 
it's all because he said there was four stormtroopers. Yes. But then as the, they get deeper into the plan and they're walking, they're being walked now, escorted to the, the client in the bar, there's a lot more than four stormtroopers. A lot more. There's a shit ton of them. Every type, there's like the the Return of the Jedi type ones on the bikes. Mm-hmm. There's like the black ones. There's all sorts hanging around. Yeah. Here. So they meet the client. He's perving over the, the best car armor. He's like, oh, it's quite exquisite. He's, he's got a very odd accent. I love it. He's great. Um, I would like to see the baby. Like, oh, he's asleep. We will all be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the stormtroopers also tries to bribe uh, the guy for Mando's helmet. He's like, hey, uh, I'll give you 20 credits for that helmet. And he's like, no. That's going on my wall. Yeah, yeah. not a chance. Um, and just as they're about to check the uh, the child, which would be catastrophic because it's not in there, he gets a call from a FaceTime. He gets FaceTime from Gus Spring. Yeah, uh, Gustavo Polios Hermanos. Uh, if you thought he was dead, he's not. No, nope. he's still slinging intergalactic meth or spice. Yeah, so they call it. So they <laughs> call it in yep. space. He's slinging spice. Uh, Gustavo, I'm happy to see this actor uh, again. Yeah, so Giancarlo Esposito uh, playing Moff Gideon, a fantastic actor, um, terrifying. Oh, oh he, he scared me all the time in Breaking Bad. Yeah. He's, a, he's he, the pivotal villain. He uses, like, silence and stillness That's so what makes well. you so uncomfortable. Yeah, it, so. He's fantastic. So he's excited about this baby, and he's like, whoa, 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 don't fucking touch the baby. I'm on my way. Yeah. I'm coming to get it myself. And... Mando is loosening his like calf his to like ready cuffs, to yeah. get ready to kill them, and Moff Gideon says, "Ah, you may want to check again. Baby's not there." And just open fire happens. The windows start smashing, yeah. and Moff's men from outside are just taking out all the troopers. The client. I mean, we saw the client get shot. Right? He's dead. He's dead. Yeah, the um, old British guy is dead. So they're all out of there. Uh, Mando desperately messages Quill and is like, get home as fast as you can. Um, get to the ship, get to the get ship. To the ship. Are you there? They Are know you there? they're after you. Um, and the, the troopers on the, like the dirt bikes, they're yeah. hearing this. So they're going after him. They're chasing. I learned that, uh, the troopers that Moff Gideon are, is with the death troopers, the ones yeah. all in black. Uh, we've only seen them once and that's in rogue one. They were the yeah. ones with awesome credit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So now he's obviously acquired them. So they, these are like the most elite stormtroopers you can get. The ones that you know, actually shoot. don't miss their targets. <laughs> um, yeah, that's 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 a joke in episode six we didn't mention where he's like, "This is your team," and he's like, "Yeah, uh, they that's used right. to be. Yeah, they're the best shots I know in the galaxy. They used to be stormtroopers. Yeah, that's not saying much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, these these are the the evil things." And we see the end here of Quill on his his blurg. He's about to get to the ship, and all these like a, a, a truckload of stormtroopers are about to fire at Mando and stuff who are like cornered in this bar. We don't know what's happening, and the camera cuts back, and Baby Yoda is on the ground in some sand, is being picked up by a stormtrooper on a bike, flying back towards Mando and the the the, the evil Empire people with Baby Yoda. And Quill is dead, or presumed dead, because he shot up yeah. and just kind of left there right before his ship. So, that's where the episode that's ends. That's where the episode ends. Huge cliffhanger. The biggest cliffhanger they've had such far. Absolutely. And gets me 
hyped for the season finale. Yeah. Now, Gideon, um, we saw briefly a couple of episodes ago. Oh, okay. Um, he found... Um, I, don't, I don't remember. So the the episode with, like, the shitty Han Solo kind of character... Yeah. You know, the girl that they were going after and killed? He... We saw him in the very final clip. Clip. We saw the the cloak and his boots. Ah, he yes. bent down next to her. So I've got a fit theory that she is still alive. Okay. That he possibly saved her. Um, Interesting. And the client was clearly working for him. So this is like the real your client. big bad, I assume. Yeah, I'm sad the British guy's dead because he always, he was the guy who says bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Yeah. And that's my favorite line of the whole show. I say that to anything anyone says to me. <laughs> Someone would be like, uh, hey, why are you late to work today? Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Yeah. <laughs> just, you can just answer anything to it. Uh, so this guy's a new baddie. He's it's a new very, baddie. It's made very clear. What he's does got, he want with baby Yoda? His, 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 he's got a Vader-type chest thing. Mm. It looks exactly like Darth Vader's on his chest. He's got, like, black. He's got his own, like, like out, his, his own evil kind of character vibe. You know, like like we said, everyone's got something going for him. Uh, hopefully he's not the mood ring thing. The changing... Was that from... Solo. From Solo, The yeah. guy who changes mood rings. That was his That's power. That's right, yeah. yeah. This, hopefully his is different. <laughs> well, I mean, they've got a great actor here. Yeah, um, I think so. play a terrific villain. Um, so it leaves us on this cliffhanger. There's so many possibilities. I mean, I think Quill is, is done. I think he's dead. Unfortunately, I yeah. don't think he should be. But um, he could get back on the ship and fly back over. Or that droid that's on the ship could go over and save Mando and the baby. But the baby is now in the clutches of evil. Mm. So... Uh, big cliffhanger. I enjoyed this episode quite quite a big lot. Big cliffhanger. It just yeah, it's a shame the next one's the last one because I feel there's. Yeah. I mean, obviously we know season two is happening. But yes, filming right now. Long time to wait. Uh, but yeah, this was this was a great episode. I thought um, one of the best ones so far. Yes, I agree. I had a lot of fun watching this one. I enjoy. Um, I enjoy the Tie Fighter that this guy gets out of as well. Mm. It's like a souped up like it's like a drop top. Yeah, like if Eddie Guerrero was in a. Tie fighter, it would drop down like this one, and like the wings moved in and out, kind of different. It's it's really cool, uh, yeah. And uh, and I mentioned that I thought um, Rise of Skywalker is visually like stunning. It is. So is yeah. so is this show. Like I don't know if it is in fact the most expensive show, uh, but it looks like it because it's just watching a Star Wars movie. You don't yeah. see the cheapness of it. It's no, it's not like the budget. I mean, we saw the holiday special recently. And obviously that we're talking forty years ago with that yeah. one, but still, like that that's was the year budget. after the real film happened, and you can see it's that's not the Millennium Falcon they're on. Yeah, that's oh they they've just got that thing just off screen because yeah. you can't afford it. Um, this looks like the movies. I don't remember watching that special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll have to watch it again then. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I enjoy the Mando. I can't wait. Uh, we will do a, a finale. Um, sometime this week, this weekend, whenever it comes out, whenever we can find some time to do, but it will be out again on this very feed. Uh, and we'll do some rise of Skywalker. Absolutely. We'll mix, we'll do like, I know we probably spent like 15 minutes on rise of Skywalker in this one, but we'll do more on that one. Um, we do have a Christmas show coming out on Christmas day. Oh yeah. Wonder what that could be. Um, and then we also, uh, we have a best and worst of NXT coming out uh, we on the the post wrestling forum you posted it and you can go give your thoughts on yeah, your Yeah, a load of people chiming in already with yeah. their best and worst of um, including uh hot uh hot best and worst category 
best enhancement talent. This is this this is like one of the most uh, argued about ones now. Yeah. Who is the best NXT's enhancement talent? Um, if it was to be uh, Mandalorian, could I pick Bill Burr? Because he was enhancement talent in this episode. I mean, I guess he did job out, didn't he? He jobbed yeah. out. He jobbed he, he in Mando job. hard. Yeah. yeah. Mon- Mando, yeah. Uh, so look for that. Uh, we also are joining John away for their best and worst of 2019 show that will be on their stuff. Uh, for our Patreon, we have best match ever where we uh, asked all our patrons for uh, patrons for top 10 matches. You've compiled them, calculated them. We've picked our top 10 and the list has been finalized, and we're recording a show where we run down the top 10 best matches of 2019 and find out what's the best match ever. Yeah, and part one of that will be available on Boxing Day yes. on the 26th, and uh, part two will be available on Sunday. So look out for that, because those are our, like our favorite shows on yeah. our Patreon. Again, sign up, uh, support us, patreon.com. You can follow the Up Next Twitter, because we love to hear you guys uh, chime in to our shows on there, at UpNextTwitter podcast um yeah i don't know what else there is to say i think that's about it that's about it so we have so many shows coming out thank you everyone for listening uh to us just ramble on about star wars and anything that we think is uh fun to talk about so uh we'll chat with you soon uh depending on when you're listening to this happy holidays merry christmas happy hanukkah whatever you celebrate a happy life day happy life day guys happy life day uh take care goodbye and bounty hunting is a complicated profession. I have spoken. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.